0: Welcome everybody to another Live and Amplified Livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, coming at you live from Waco, Texas. Today we have another great guest from Wellington, New Zealand, Aiden Verity. How's it going today, Aiden?
1: Really good. Thanks, Tom.
0: Awesome. Um, so what's let's start off with the basics. What what do you what got you into music?
1: Uh Probably, as a kid, um, just dancing along to Disney musicals and trying to make my own, um, I used to imagine um, being someone in a, in a particular like story situation and then try to write songs telling that person's story. Um, I also have older siblings who played a lot of music. My family big music appreciators. No one played any instruments. Um, but when I was nine, my dad took us along to this music school where we could try all these instruments. And, um, I chose the viola actually at that time.
0: Awesome. And what was it about the viola that grabs your attention?
1: Uh, well, I tried the violin and I had this idea of, um, you know, standing out in an orchestra, but, um, the tutor convinced me that viola you know is more special so I went with that
0: awesome awesome and then what who are some of your like musical influences
1: um so yeah probably about 10 years ago I would say all the classic rock like Bon Jovi U2 um, older bands like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and Jethro Tull mm. these were all things that my older siblings were listening to and oh Led Zeppelin um, so I was I consumed a lot of that music but I still had this theatre influence so what I wrote was more theatre music okay. um, but these days I'm really listening to a lot of um kind of electronic pop stuff, so um, I'd say the biggest influence right now is Christine and the Queens. that's a French artist. Okay. Um, who's pretty big. Nice.
0: Nice, nice. And um, what what are some um, what are some where are you at right now? creatively are you currently writing recording where are you at creatively right now
1: i'm always doing a bit of both okay so um i'm always trying to come up with new ideas um for lyrics melodies um or i'm always jotting things down or making voice notes um and then for the ideas that i've completed i'm just whenever i have time i'm trying to record them um produce them yeah
0: okay cool cool and i'm assuming you're working your way towards an album eventually or
1: yeah yeah that is my goal by the end of the year okay um so far i've got three songs that um yeah, you know, uh, like, basically finished. Okay. Um, and then I have written... I've written sort of enough material that I think it could be an album, and there's kind of a, a theme throughout it. But now I'm getting more critical of my own work. I might just make new stuff or go back and uh, tweak some of the old stuff.
0: Gotcha. gotcha. So you're kind of just writing and then you'll kind of pick and form what you like to kind of fit into an album. Is that? Yeah. Certain?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's it for sure. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, and then as you're writing, like what's your creative process kind
1: of like? Oh, okay. Um, thing like it always starts with maybe some something someone said or a one line or one um concept or idea um and that usually becomes the chorus and then the verses i try to fill out a story of how i got to that chorus kind of something that leads to that point of whatever Mm. the chorus is about so I yeah I pretty much start with choruses
0: okay and then you just kind of build everything around that as yeah okay Uh,
1: the narrative yeah
0: yeah and then while you're building the chorus do you already have like a instrumental track or like a uh, like a mu- like a music instrumental part in mind, or do you just write the chorus and then just kind of piece everything in as you move forward
1: um, so that's that depends so sometimes uh, something i've been doing recently is um, producing the the chorus making like making some music for it, and just stripping that down and looping it for verses and then um, trying to make the melody and the verse lyrics over that. Mm. So that's one way that I do it. But another way is if I've actually been at a physical instrument like piano or I've got a ukulele, um, then it's more trying to get the get everything written first and and then i'll think of a way of um instrumentating it
0: okay
1: perfect yeah.
0: and so you're a multi-instrumentalist correct
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um yeah
0: yeah your first one was the viola and then where did you kind of pick up next and what was kind of the progression as you started learning more instruments
1: um yeah, I I actually, I, I will say my first instrument was piano, but very badly just because we had one. Um, okay. So I would have been younger uh, even when I started tinkering around on that. Um, and I learned to read music at primary school when I was about seven or something. Okay. Um, so then I chose the viola and then... Uh, uh, and then I sort of taught myself a bit of ukulele um, about the age of 15 or something. And around that time as well, I um, picked up the saxophone at school. They just have one there. And I said, oh, can I have a go? Um, and then I yeah ended up um, taking saxophone lessons uh, for four years. So... Um, I got quite proficient at it and then I went to study viola at university and I no longer had a saxophone, so now, I, now I've now i finished my degree, I have my own saxophone, um, so I'm sort of getting back into it, but I'm really not as good as I used to be. And um, at this point I've also uh, obtained violin as well, okay. so I actually do more violin than viola because um i do a lot of recording for other people of string parts okay so they often want violin
0: nice yeah so for the people that aren't really familiar with your music what what when they come to see you play what can Hmm. they kind of expect what's the feel what's the
1: Um, it's very fun, very positive, um, sort of, some people say there's quite a lot of sunshine, um, that's a few comments I've had. Uh, so yeah, I try to make really upbeat, positive music, um, and yeah, you, I would be like probably playing keyboard parts, a few synth lines, or a few ukulele parts, um, as well as singing, yeah.
0: Cool, cool. And uh, I noticed on your Facebook page, you're promoting um, Holly House or Holy House?
1: Yeah, yeah. Is that a
0: new single or?
1: Yeah, so that's the first song that I've worked with a professional producer and mix engineer to have put out on um like to distribute mm-hmm. um through iTunes and Spotify, etc., YouTube.
0: Awesome. And you said this was the first time that you had worked with like a professional producer. Yeah. Okay. And what was that experience kinda of like for you?
1: Um, pretty good. Like I mean I've gone back to work with him another on another two songs. Okay. Um so yeah, it it was good because I basically make everything that I can. Um, to the best of my knowledge and so the idea and what I want is there and then he just needs to make it better <laughs> yeah
0: nice and what I guess we'll jump into this part because um, one thing that we really want to try and do in live and amplified is help younger musicians try and uh, give them good information with they're just starting out.
1: Hmm. So
0: having been in the studio, what's one thing younger musicians need to know before they go into the studio for first time? Uh
1: oh. Uh have like be pre- have practiced already. Okay. Um I mean I did I actually recorded all my vocals at home. Um and worked remotely with the producer.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So I didn't really, I didn't really go anywhere, but it it helps. Um, yeah, it it helps if you have already practiced the oh. song, so you, so you know where everything is vocally, and you can just get your take done.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And is that how you had been recording previously? Was kind of in your own home studio? Like yep. okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how did that, how did that kind of help you prepare for recording with a professional engineer and stuff?
1: Um, uh, Maybe kind of, I suppose, knowing where to, how far to be from the microphone, Um, you shouldn't like move around, those kinds of things, Mm -hmm. sort of basic, microphone recording technique stuff yeah yeah from from encountering problems myself and then having to troubleshoot
0: gotcha understood um so obviously the big thing right now is the uh the coronavirus going around has that Mm -hmm. how has that affected you and your uh, any upcoming shows right now
1: um well it seems like smaller things are still going ahead um i mean i'm still on the kind of uh very small venue and open mic nights and um songwriters sunday sessions that kind of level those things seem to still be going ahead um but anything 500 people or more is pretty much is all being canceled.
0: Mm. Gotcha. And uh, so right now you're really not feeling the full wrath of shows getting canceled? Uh,
1: not, not personally. Okay. Um, it's, I mean, I hadn't bought a ticket to see anything big myself recently so um yeah
0: yeah. (laughs) gotcha okay cool um so for the people that are what's the independent music scene kind of like in wellington
1: Mm, um there's a lot of people who are helping each other out i think that's great Mm -hmm. so um yeah there's yeah lots of support i think um and lots of people in the same boat um yeah so it's very hopeful um there's lots of small venues um and opportunities uh so yeah it's just a matter of grabbing them uh, when they come up yeah
0: Mm, gotcha now you're were you born and raised in wellington or?
1: Uh, No, I grew up in Christchurch, so South Island, and then there was a really big earthquake down there in 2011, Mm -hmm. so I, that was my final year of um, secondary school, so yeah, I left and came to Wellington um, for university and beyond.
0: Cool, cool. And are you a full-time musician at this point, or do you have a job that kind of supports the music? Uh,
1: yeah, I have a, another job um, okay. full-time. Uh, and then my music um, income is, yeah, teaching. Is okay. I, I do teach some violin and saxophone and recorder lessons. Um, Yeah, so and then I also record people's string parts um, uh, just freelance. Okay, cool.
0: And when you're not playing music, what are you usually doing?
1: Oh, um, working. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough,
0: you know. (laughs) Yeah, I could, uh,
1: yeah, I use all my time out of music to uh, out of work to do music. Okay. Yeah. Or to or at least to consume music and enjoy it and listen to it. Okay. Um if I'm just trying to relax. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. No, that's that's really cool. Who's uh your guilty pleasure what or what's your guilty pleasure song right now? Like a song that people wouldn't expect you to listen to or
1: um well uh the one I've probably been listening to the most is People I've Been Sad by Christine and the Queens. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I it just oh it, it just does something when I hear that song.
0: Nice. And no, that's cool. That's I, I'm not overly familiar with the song, but I will definitely go check that out after this because that's
1: Yeah, um the live version is way better than the studio version so um and that that is the most popular uh video of it online okay
0: cool yeah definitely check that out um what's uh do you have any other advice for younger musicians just in general maybe not geared more towards the studio what other advice do you have for
1: younger musicians uh Take some time to work out what you want to um, like, what you want to give to people musically. Um, kind of your reasons why you do music and um, what you want to inspire people with, because that that will affect your writing um, and it also helps direct your writing. So you've got purpose. Yeah. Otherwise, if you don't know why you're doing it, it's very easy to give up.
0: Yeah, very true. Um, so can I ask, why are you doing music?
1: Yeah. Um, actually, one of the... I mean, well, I, it's something I've always done. I've always enjoyed. Um, and I i want to bring a lot of positivity uh, into the world. Um, and then... Yeah, I really want to unite people um, a little bit, give people an escape as well. um, If there is something that they can uh, enjoy listening to and get away from troubles through. Um, One of the bigger catalysts recently that made me quite determined to invest in my music is uh, a family member actually, took his own life, so uh, that, like, I sort of realized a lot about, um, well, I just really want to give people hope, so mm. he lost hope, so I really want to give people hope, and, yeah, bring positivity, and, um, yeah, yeah, spread, a, like, really good messages mm. to uh, prevent that happening to anyone else.
0: Nice now since you kind of touched on this a little bit um Mm. is mental health and mental strength something that you focus on as a musician
1: uh not like not particularly because i am naturally just a happy person um but i suppose in a way I'm trying to spread that or share that. Okay. So yeah.
0: you're, you're trying to take what you have naturally, a naturally upbeat and positive personality and spread that to the listeners to try and ha- rub off on them pretty much? Yeah,
1: for sure. Yes. Yeah, that's it.
0: Perfect. Gotcha. Yeah, that, that's one thing that we're really trying to also put shine a light on is mm-hmm. the importance of mental health and stuff of that nature because i i don't know like i mean you're the second person that i've actually interviewed from new zealand so i'm not overly familiar with the new zealand music scene and Mm -hmm. what's important over there Mm -hmm. but um just that's one thing that we're really trying to focus on is mental health and stuff so yeah
1: yeah and 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 new zealand i think that a lot of people in music do struggle with it mm-hmm. um like i noticed when i was studying music at university a lot of my peers did um and but but i think there are lots of good conversations about it mm-hmm. um so it's not some i think more and more it is it's not swept under the rug
0: okay um
1: but things come out in the open we have a lot of awareness days um yeah i think it's just discussion about it. People don't feel so alone, so that really helps.
0: That's that's good to hear because I know here in the U.S. it still carries a very negative connotation, or it has a very negative stigma, um, and so people don't talk about it. And so that's yeah, that's good to hear that it's starting to get a positive. Or not a pot. People are starting to shine a light on it in other mm-hmm. places. So,
1: yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: Um. So, w- we've been talking a little bit here about what you've done, been working on in the past, and what you're currently working on. But w- w- what's what's the plan moving forward? Where do you want to take your music? You know.
1: Uh. So. Yeah, I have this goal of doing an album this year Mm -hmm. um, and performing more. Um, I want to enter some songwriting competitions, um, just uh, do a lot more live performing here in Wellington and then eventually maybe next year um, be able to perform somewhere else like Christchurch or Auckland. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so just keep moving up um putting on bigger shows nice. yeah that's yeah. it working with more people yeah yeah
0: is um uh, is that something that's done often uh is well, let me let me first put the first part of the question in there my brain was having a little bit of a malfunction there um mm-hmm. is touring something that's very or that happens often like on the independent scene in New Zealand? Like, do you see a lot of bands going from, like, Auckland to Wellington to Christchurch to, and just doing, like, having a loop in New Zealand? Or is it pretty much more of a regional thing?
1: No, I I do see a lot of um, touring happening. Uh, For example, one of the guys in my composition class, this would have been, like, S- six years ago at university um had a band with his twin brother and they've just been t- they they've really grown um and they've done touring all the major cities in New Zealand now just in the last uh eight months or so oh wow yeah
0: yeah um and then from what i've heard it's pretty easy for you guys to go back and f- or- people from new zealand to go back and forth from australia
1: yeah well? um yeah we have a special visa on arrival system okay so we can legally live and work in either country oh
0: awesome and so it makes it easier if you were to get like a gig over there you yeah. can just pop right over yep and how yes. far roughly how far is it because it's relatively close right or uh, new zealand and australia
1: yeah, I think it's three-hour flight from Auckland to Sydney.
0: Okay. Cool. Have you ever been over to Australia?
1: Yeah, I went with a youth orchestra many years ago. Okay. M- probably ten or eleven years ago, um, and we played in Sydney and um, some small region towns. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool and um are you, are your parents uh supportive of your musical endeavors or like wh- what's the support like it from the family
1: uh really good um, mm-hmm. yeah, so my mum just loves everything as mums do, mm-hmm. and my dad is the more critical listener um, but that's good because it means he can tell me when i've Yeah, improved on something. Mm -hmm. So they're very supportive. Um and they yeah, there would there would have been a few moments in the last a couple of years ago when they've said, so you know, have you thought of trying to get a real job kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Uh but they don't say that anymore. Um I think my music has gotten to a level that they are very proud of now
0: perfect that's yeah i mean that yeah like i mean at, at some point they're gonna have to they'd have they'll have to come to the conclusion that you're your own person but at, at another level you want to make them proud so yeah i totally get the uh get that oh um, yeah
1: they they also see that it's what makes me happy and uh i think that a lot of New Zealand parents, that's just all they want to see in their children. So, yeah, there's a lot of individuality um, and freedom um, uh, amongst young people in New Zealand.
0: Oh, nice. That's always good. Um, so, I don't want to keep you too much longer because it's a Monday afternoon by you right now, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, One thirty Monday afternoon, yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. It, i'm still trying I've, I've been doing a lot of the uh, interviews between here and uh, like australia and then i've done a few up in new zealand or out in new zealand as well mm. and so it's still trying to figure out that time difference it still messes with my head but yeah <laughs> you know it's as, as we continue doing these it'll be uh it'll become easier mm-hmm. But. um what's the you you're just going to kind of continue doing open mics for the time being and then like do you have any upcoming shows that you'd like to promote or
1: uh i haven't got any dates set okay. myself yeah yeah no um also well one one of the thing, one of these um sort of smaller uh shows, They're doing it for this month, but they're not sure if they're going to do it for next month um, because of the virus situation. Mm -hmm. So I'm just not so sure if, yeah, I'll actually get that gig. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Understood. Understood completely. Um, And you're strong on trying to get the uh album done by the end of the year are you looking at that being like an ep or an lp or i'm you know?
1: thinking yeah 10 songs okay yeah
0: awesome and you you're currently at three
1: yes awesome yeah.
0: and uh are, what what's what are you looking for in a song to be included on this album? Wait, uh, your, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, okay, yeah, so I try to write um, kind of thinky music. I mean, as in uh, it's got to have a point or um, uh, like even if it has a surface meaning, some other deeper meaning. So that's really important that the, the song yeah, has something... Uh, like that in it okay. um and also the also that it fits in the particular genre that I'm aiming for so I feel like half of my music is really singer songwriting acoustic and and just fits that um style and that that the lyrics fit fit like yeah that genre so those ones wouldn't, I wouldn't really want to include them. So it's kind of building up enough material that fits the genre that I am really more interested in, which is this kind of synth pop um, electronic stuff. Gotcha.
0: And what is it about the synth pop electronic genre that kind of appeals to you?
1: Uh, so I feel that with band music where there's not enough manipulation of acoustic instruments. I'm not grabbed by the sound enough because I know what a piano sounds like Mm -hmm. um, already. So I like sounds that I haven't heard before, or I'm trying to figure out what is that sound. So um, that's what grabs my attention or interests me.
0: Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And then do you have anybody that you write with currently, or is it pretty much just you?
1: It's just me. Yeah. Okay.
0: Awesome. But, um, and then where can everybody find you on social media and all that stuff to stay up to date on all your new releases, any upcoming shows?
1: Yeah. Um, so I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I'm, that's where I pretty much put the same, uh, things um promotional stuff mm-hmm. uh and then you can listen to my music on youtube or um spotify soundcloud and bandcamp okay
0: awesome yeah i saw saw your uh bandcamp through your facebook page
1: mm-hmm. and
0: definitely really like your sound it's really cool really yeah um thank you <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah um but other than that was there anything that we haven't really had a chance to talk about that you think we should or um mm-hmm.
1: no i think i think that's that's good yeah well, all
0: right perfect i wasn't wanted to make sure that i didn't like miss anything uh of it or like any major awards or anything um that maybe i had missed but um that being said uh thank you again so much i really appreciate you giving me the time to sit down and chat with you um i can't wait to hear the rest the rest of your album coming out and we'll definitely be on the lookout for that over the next year or so and uh i definitely can't wait to hear it and we'll make sure to help promote it when it uh happens
1: cool thank you so much now i've um, thank you for giving your time.
0: Oh, not a problem. Not a problem at all. It's it's what I live for. I love talking and meeting with new people. It, it's always a little strange, especially this last week or so, because I tried to bunch up a bunch of interviews last weekend so I could kind of take last week off. And so uh, this weekend I'm just kind of getting back on it and it's always a little weird talking or trying to conduct an interview with people that I've pretty much just met which in this case is very much true because we met maybe 24 hours ago (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) and so it's like trying to trying to get some context as to who you are and what you're Mm. about is a little hard but Mm. um yeah no it was it was fun I'm glad to get to know you a little bit and if there's ever anything we, or you need help with, let us know. We're here for you. Um, awesome. As, as I've been telling everybody lately, you're part of the family. Live and Amplified's one huge family. And we, we try and help each other out as much as we can. So, Awesome. But um, that being said, thank you again so much for giving me your time. And uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we will see you all later.